evening. It's the Calfortez Force Report. It's Mo here with T Bird. T Bird. Yeah, yeah. The other guy. Oh, look, yeah. it's been a minute. I have to reacquaint myself with you gentlemen. I'm back. Well, you know, when you, you know, fly around the country the way you've been doing well, it, you know. I hope you saw Monica McNutt so you can say a couple of syllables I'm for I'm just me. saying it's, it's, it's called jet setting. Oh, okay. It's for the well, privileged. You, you wouldn't understand. Well, you. You do it only the way you know how to do you better it, Mom. Say that. You better say that. Yo, talk about some madness. March Madness is in full swing. First day did not disappoint. Um, busted up 14.3 million brackets alone on the first day. So what do you think? How you feeling? I, you know, Kennesaw is out. Okay. Man. Yeah, I, please, please. I hope no one was riding that bandwagon. Well, you know, like I was telling y'all before we went on, I was at Hooters today. Of course. Uh, watching the game with a whole bunch of my friends. Mm -hmm. Fine establishment. Right. Yeah, very fine establishment. <laughs> Five stars. And, you know, they played such a great game to lose that way, but you could see it happening because neither team could shoot very well. Yeah. I didn't get the percentage of uh, what the percentages were from the field, but they couldn't shoot. Xavier couldn't. I mean, we we should have blew them out. Mm -hmm. They had them by 13 at the most, I think. Might have been 15. In the fourth quarter, I mean, second half, it took them almost 10 minutes to score a point. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's think about it, though, and it's why we love this tournament. It's a big moment. It's the biggest moment in these in these young men's and women's careers and the choke is real og you know i i we've seen a couple instances where it's either just a pure choke in the players choke but also the coaches choke um mm -hmm. and, and i bring up virginia yeah. and that what a mess of a the last you know minute of that game because virginia had him had the game all you got to do is hit some free throws. Well, they, they don't hit free throws, and then they get three. But the guy's trapped. They had a timeout. Mm -hmm. Like, Virginia's a championship. They were in the championship game not long ago, a couple yeah. years ago. They know better. They should. But, again, my understanding is 10 years from the day where this happened to them before. So you would think that they had learned their lesson, but obviously not, T-Bird. Well, you know, in, in, the, in the tournament, everybody do everything they can to make the tournament. And like you just said, it's it's the moment. It's about the moment. So everybody trying to have their moments. Mm -hmm. Yep. And if you don't grab that moment right, you're gonna be on the losing end. It's, it's it's everything. If you're not planning, if you're not strategizing, you you can't wait till the ball tips for you to figure out. That's right. How you want this tournament that, to go? That's why they call it survive in advance. Mm -hmm. You know, surviving. Everybody's scrappy and like right. this is your one shot for a lot of these. This is their fame and glory here. They're gonna take their shot. Ask Arizona. Ask them. I'm sure they got a couple of words they want to say. Right. I, <laughs> I, I think I think uh, UN uh, uh, Providence may may take down Kentucky. Uh, that's that's yeah. going to be my next. Kentucky has been very inconsistent for right. a couple of years now. Couple of years. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm also looking at um, Kent State against Indiana. I mean, mm. well, you know they. They talking about the job Mike Woodson doing at Indiana. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna give him some credit. Mike, 
you know, and that's where that pre- he probably is as a college coach because mm-hmm. he definitely ain't no NBA coach. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that because he was in Atlanta. But, uh, you know, again, think about think about if Kent State going beat Indiana. Okay, it to all these small teams, it does so much for their program. Mm-hmm. And, and if you, you can beat a giant, you right. know. And you you know, and then that coach, I'm sure he got in his contract. If I do this, if I do that, and we get here and we get there, it, it, what is it all about again, y'all? It's all about that money. Yeah, right. We I mean, think and, about Shaka Smart a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, he, yeah. he literally was the star of the tournament. And where is he now? Isn't he at Texas? Is he still at Texas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or George Mason. A couple. They mm-hmm. made it to what Elite Eight, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, talk about a run right yeah. there, and, and just you know making all your chips count right it's about the moment yeah right it's why i don't do brackets anymore i don't do i did did brackets one year and i enjoy the tournament the least because it's these surprises it's these dark horses that you don't it's the twists that come that make the tournament what it is and you know there's going to be upsets Mm -hmm. but you can't you're going to frustrate yourself by trying to predict which ones are going to be upset yeah yeah it's it's just fun to take it naturally Mm -hmm. just be a part of the the moment yeah Mm I did not see K State losing. I don't know why. I just did not see it. They shouldn't have lost. Uh, I mean, they shouldn't have. I watched the game. They should not have. Lost. I'm telling you, Xavier. That whoever they play next, they gonna get beat. They ain't no good. I'm telling you, they are not any good. So what does that say for Kennesaw State? Well, I'm. That, I'm just telling you. That's why <laughs> Kennesaw State should have beat them. You should have seen. It was horrible shooting. On both so sides. bad basketball, yeah, it was bad Should basketball. Have been a double double elimination, just both of them. Just well, and then see when 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 you number one you ain't expected to be there, and number two when you missing shots and you got a thirteen point lead against it, you don't get no calls. And they didn't case that they didn't get no calls in the second half of that game. Dude went in the lane and just got bombarded. They call offensive foul on him, wow. and it, it was just. But think you, about you it. Hear about one, it. one things that that makes this tournament exciting is it moves fast. And I think if you don't have the experience, if you've never been, you don't understand how fast the game speeds up. So I think Kennesaw State got caught up in that and just yeah, they believe the moment was too much. Maybe if they come back again, they you, make it. That does not take away from a great year that they had. No, you you exactly right. Their point guard completely choked he was terrified down the line how do you how do you shoot a brick layup that's what he did twice he shot two brick layups at least you hit the rim hell they hit the backboard and just bounced 10 feet away but you know (laughs) if you've never been in in a pressure situation like you're gonna you're gonna not play your best nine. I mean, there's a reason why he's times. playing for Kennesaw State and not Duke. So, yes, because he no wasn't. Offense. He no wasn't. Offense. He wasn't very taking good. nothing away from. We're proud of them. They represented our state well, but this is a big boys league, and it's it's going to be fun as usual to watch um, as the weeks go by to see who's going to come out on top. Do y'all have a prediction? I don't because I just don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> no one has really stood out. I think the number one spot throughout the year for college is has flip-flopped so much. So we don't know right now who, uh, yeah, there's some number ones. Yeah, there's probably a favorite. I don't know. I think it's anybody's opportunity this year. Yeah, it kind of flipped between three or four teams multiple times. You know, it's kind of rotated through, but mm-hmm. Texas has played really well lately. That's, I mean, well, they're, they're two seed, but 
Keep your eye on Texas. The pundits are calling Houston or UCLA. So, you know, Houston, Houston's had a hell of a year. Yeah, they've been number uh, one for a while. Yeah, and um, the, the – I think maybe Barkley, I think he might have went with UCLA and then uh, – but most of the pundits are going with Houston. So we're going to see because don't nobody know. It, it, it's, it's a toss-up. But Purdue's got the the wooden player, the, you know, the guy's a giant. He's 7'4". Like, you can't yeah. guard the guy. Well, he's, you should, I mean, he should be dominating, right. you know? Right. So I don't, I don't know about Purdue, but I'll tell you what, though. I'm impressed with how many SEC teams were in this year. Amen. Yeah, because the Amen. SEC ain't known to be strong right. Right. conference. Right. Yes, the former Big East is is the powerhouse. Yeah. You know, whatever that that is called these days. Auburn uh-huh. looked good. Mizzou looked good. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's a crapshoot, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they do it. Throw your craps out there. It's, hey. why, it's why we're watching. It's why we're watching. Throw your craps. Hey. You know what? <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk some NFL free agency. Stick with us. This is Mo Better from the Cantata Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678 777 7718. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Apparently, in my absence, we added a parental advisory <laughs> to the broadcast. Okay. We need the beat for, for T-Bird. Yeah, yep. so, right. Something. Uh, two, I thought it was going to be about wow or something. But. Yeah, two-second delay. Our NFL free agency, um, you guys were talking a little bit about some of the moves that the Falcons made. Any... I'm sorry, T-Bird. It's just nothing. I just keep expecting and hoping that the Falcons will make a big splash, will blow our minds. But it just appears as if they just have this plan and they are adamant about sticking to that plan and not deviating, even if it doesn't make sense, even if there are other opportunities. We could have, I don't know, Russell, Russell, what's his name? Westbrook. I mean, no. uh, What's his name? Wilson. We could have him just say, hey, I want to play for and I bet they muck that Muck up. that. 
Well, it, it certainly seems like they stick them with a plan. I'm surprised that they hadn't went out and got a big-time defensive end from somewhere in free agency. I really thought that they might do it. You re-sign um, Carter. Uh, what's his first name? Uh, the DEM for us. Oh, gosh. I forget his first name. Out of Georgia, anyway. You re-signed him. He had five sacks last year. And he acts like, to me, I you know, I watched the game. He just don't seem like he that active to me. And so, apparently, in their scheme, he fits what they want to do in their scheme. Okay, you go out and get uh, two guys from New Orleans. You got uh, – and I ain't going to even try to say his name because I always mess it up. And then you got the other linebacker that was Ellis. You got a D tackle to go along with Grady Jarrett from, from New Orleans. And he's supposed to be the fit for Grady, to help Grady. Lorenzo Carter. Yeah, Lorenzo Carter. Uh, and, and you know, it's just uh, we, we want to splash because we ain't had nothing in so long. We don't. If Mickey Mouse can get ten sacks a year, we'll take him. I mean, you feel me? We ain't had no sacks since John Abraham, and 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 so uh, you know we we want some, but apparently they got a plan. OG, I, I feel like we dipped our toe in the quarterback water because we've got Ritter, and we talked about hey, we got to commit one way or the other. We still haven't committed because we signed the uh, the Commanders quarterback Taylor Henneke for a couple of years and gave him some some decent money but it's it, he's a, either a very well paid backup or maybe a slightly underpaid starter and so we still haven't really committed to who our guy will be and I just come on now help me out here well you still don't know if they're going to draft a quarterback right in in, in the draft and you got some pretty good quarterbacks in in the draft. But if we make a we we need to make a splash somewhere, and I think Henneke just further muddles up the water because we still aren't committed. But if we sign a big time quarterback, we know okay, yeah, this is our person. This is our goal. We don't have to think about drafting a quarterback with our with our number eight overall. There's just a whole bunch of nobodies. Um, cornerback Mike Hughes is supposed to visit the Falcons. Who is that? Right. He's you should play for the Lions. Right. Five to no interceptions, just a nobody. Yeah. Yeah. And watch them give him fifty million dollars for two years. I mean, it's just And see, that tells me that that right now we, we need in the draft, we need a cornerback. Well, he's a corner. Uh, you we need a we need a corner. We need another, we need a uh edge rusher, DM. And uh so that tells me that maybe they may be looking to the draft for maybe a corner that. To me, you sign a veteran corner, Stephon Gilmore. To, Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. But he he went to Dallas. Yeah, but he was on the market. He was on the market that you could have paired with um, twenty four. Um, yeah, yeah, twenty four. Okay. Y'all excuse me. I've been drinking diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, we got to make so, a splash. You you. you did, we trying to win now. So you got I, I'd rather have a, a legitimate now you got Casey and mm -hmm. Casey was having a good year till he got hurt. So are you saying I'm gonna you know that's gonna be my legitimate one two block? I mean, I don't know. It, it's worth paying for what you know you're gonna get out of Stephon Gilmore. He's expensive, but it you know what you're gonna get out of him. And it's, you got the money. And we got money, <laughs> right. So let's invest it somewhere. Yeah. 
and I just I hate this whole nickel and diming ah, with quarterbacks. Man, I Spend the money where it matters the most go, and where we need help the most. Go get somebody to execute your game plan and stop saying, you know, we didn't execute. But at the same time, don't spend that money on Aaron Rodgers or Lamar. Yeah, nah, we don't need to get back in cap hell. Because I, I am, you know, everybody says, oh, Lamar. I'm not surprised. I hate to say it. I we, We've talked about this every week. We don't want Lamar in Atlanta. He's injury prone and he wants all this guaranteed money, but he's fragile. Well, I ain't going to say I don't want him, but I don't want him for what he wants to be wanted for. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, the, the problem is, and just looking through um, who's available, who's signed, there there are no more, no more quote, big names. Nah. So, which, which, which we already know is an indication that they're going to try to build through the draft. And they are over a million when it comes to the picks that they've made. Again, if you don't have the the coaching staff to develop these players, you're going to have to do it the cheap and easy way or the expensive way and go out and get folks who are established and are big names because you obviously don't have what it takes to develop a player into what you need. All that goes back to scouting. You, your scouts got a hit. When they tell you you need to watch this guy, they got a hit if you're going to develop. Like with Desmond Ritter. Apparently, they're going to try to develop him. Mm. I'm all for that. But you got to develop him. Mm-hmm. It, they, it's got to be an extremely calculated risk because it, it's a risk. But it's got to be almost a sure thing that, hey, this guy's going to hit. You know, have, have you got the to develop? Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and the scouting to find those, those yeah. gems. And mm-hmm. that's where we be. Let's go back to damn Jamal Anderson. The, the <laughs> defensive. <laughs> you remember him? Yeah. Jamal Anderson, awful. And 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 it, you you got to develop these. You got to have the right guys to to get what you're supposed to get out of your draft picks. You got it. You got the way I look at the draft. I got nine picks. I want a seventh round pick to be somebody that, that can play on my team. You know why? Because he's still a pick. Now they traded the seventh round pick, and I ain't mad at that. So my six, my six-round pick, I want him to be somebody that's capable of making my team, not just to waste a draft pick on him. Right. And and I don't want somebody that, you know, is a is a you know number 53 on the 54-man roster. Right. I want if they're drafted, they better be starting potential. And yeah, I want something. But here's the thing: Atlanta is gonna be safe. They're not really gonna be controversial because at the end of the day, they have a very fragile fan base. And you don't want to upset the apple cart because, again, you're trying to get bodies in the stadium. But for me, when it comes to a a pick that would be worth exploring, I'm not sure where he is in his court case. I I, I last I read, um, it comes up Mart in March, so potentially he could be free by the summer to be able to be signed if if he Ooh. so chooses. Adam yeah. Anderson from Georgia. Oh, hmm. interesting. Are you? What is that? You did, you did, did, did the signal. Thing? You did the signal. I did do it. It's the signal. Yeah. <laughs> I did the back signal. I didn't mean to. It's the back signal. Yeah. All right. Apparently, we're taking a break because I gave the signal. <laughs> we'll be back and talk about some WBC. If you don't know what that means, stick around. We'll tell you. Hey, 
This is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Hey, it's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T-Bird to tell him like it is. And then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong about Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We are back here on the Captain Taylor's Force Report. How y'all feeling, gentlemen? We good. Do, do we feel that. complete? Yeah. Uh, because you back. <laughs> of course we do, Mo. Just saying. You know, you know, without you, we got all the air in our tires. You know what? <laughs> WBC. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't stutting it. I'm gonna let y'all kind of carry it. I am I am sad that the Mets um yes yeah that, that season and and I guess that's the risk um but is it worth it I mean what kind of street cat cred do you get for winning the WBC? WBC I don't think it's worth it um uh, I, I wish Ron Lacuna wasn't playing in it right but is that yeah. why then we don't have and again the timing of this you know is on the cusp you know spring training and all that yeah. so the timing's not ideal but is the risk why we don't see more NBA players playing in the Olympics? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Um, but I, why don't they play the WBC after the World Series or something? Don't play it during the year yeah. to where our guys can get hurt, you yeah. know? I know it's even a, it would be a risk then, but wait two weeks after the World Series is over and then and then play it because – we we damn sure don't want Ron Lacuna to get hurt. Right, right. And right now, you know, you got one, two, three, four pools. Um, pool A, I mean, everybody's two and two, so it's yeah. it's anybody's. Um, Japan is playing well. U.S. of course is tied with Mexico. Um, but I don't. I mean, no offense, but I, there's just nothing that would would really going to be like. You know what? I gotta watch this from start to finish. Well, that that Dominican stat, uh, team is stacked. And Japan, I mean, best player in the world. Yeah. I mean, who's playing for Japan? Otani. Otani threw what? How fast he throw that ball? 102. So they're probably that's the it. fastest he's ever thrown it, right? Correct. The, Correct. They, they in Venezuela are the only ones who have been beaten yet. So I, I what think you talking about Japan? Yeah, Japan and Venezuela. Are the only ones. Correct. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're loaded, but look at the. I just. It, it further identifies who the best players are in the in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Trout's looking good. Um, I, I, 
I don't know. It just it just to me really highlighted who's who's standout versus you know he's, Otani's standout in in MLB. Well, he's also a standout in the WBC. So he's in my mind, he's best in the world. Okay. Well, let's don't forget about Ron Lacuna. You know, when he back full, when he's back to Ron Lacuna. I just about put him up against anybody. Says the guy who's rocking the Ron Lacuna jersey today. Gotcha. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gotcha. Right, right, right. A little bias. <laughs> I, look, let me tell you about Ron Lacuna. Here we go. Uh-oh. <clears throat> now, I'm just going to say that he's my favorite baseball player in, in the current time. I, I I love everything about the kid. I, I, I just love the way he plays the game. He really is a 5-2 player in my mind. And I hope that this year he can come back and be the Ronald that we know and love. And because uh, when he got hurt, he was having an MVP type season, and I want to see that for you know for that kid. And and I know we ain't over here yet, but the Braves better not mess this up with him. Well, here's the thing: they, they, I'm talking about when they start talking about the contract, they better not mess that up with him. They will, you know. You know that. they will. Come on now, um, because. You you pay an Austin Riley two twelve, and Acuna is more valuable to me for that team than than Riley is. I like Riley; he's everything that I like. As long as the farm system works, everyone is replaceable. What have you done for me lately? Lately, Riley has has been been the guy. Yeah, but I, I you know, what you got? Hey, uh, you know, coming from the chatters, it's um, it. The WBC isn't playing in normal baseball weather, and they're coming off of a um, some of the players being injured. So now things are kind of looking a little bit more, you know. But here's available the thing: for everyone, as far as Acuna, there has to be some responsibility for him. What What are you doing during the off season to prepare your body for the rigorous hundred plus game that you're going to have to be playing? We know you're going to go full speed. So we know you're going to play balls to the wall. So at least invest in, I don't know, a hyperbaric championship. Something. Talk <coughs> well, to LeBron James. I'm, I'm going to answer doing. that for you. I got that. Um, today, they interviewed Snick on 92.9. He said don't that. Ru- shout out other stations. Okay. Another unnamed. Well, this that's radio. This is podcast. <laughs> so cool. anyway. Nobody listens to the radio. Huh? I said nobody listens to the radio. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, Snit said that Ronald Acuna came in the camp early. He came in the camp in very good shape. And he's, you know, he, he says he's really not worried about Ronald and WPC. They can't wait to get him back. So apparently, I would like to think that he did do some of the stuff that you said, Mo. Yeah. And I think he knows to get full value for who he is, he's going to have to be on top of his game like that. What you got, OG? I I hope so because the the Ronald Cunha last year was not who we need him to be. He wasn't his best, and we just can't have that. He can't have that, especially going into a contract because of the knee. You know, he had fluid on his knee, and you know it's hard. But to the come mental, back from that. I mean, physically right. he's there, but mentally, you know, yeah. it takes hope, some work to do that too. I hope he had a few sessions over over the off season. You know, I, I yeah, I, I think he did. I'm talking about therapy sessions. Oh, Deshaun Watson therapy session? Maybe, maybe. Um, so the USA is facing Venezuela tomorrow. I might watch that. That's that's. Mm, I watch, but I, I I don't hold. I don't think they'll be able to handle Venezuela, but we'll see. I just yeah, I looking at looking at Venezuela. I, I just I think the international kind of uh, 
player base, the standout players. There's a lot of international players that are that are standouts. And, um, you know, I just I'm not surprised. I will not be surprised if the USA does not win or or come close. I would think that the I'm favoring the USA. I mean, you you got major league ball players. I know those players are great in the other, you know, Mexico. and But it's not the major leagues. Right. But when we get into the semifinals, you know, the the top four, five, six mm-hmm. teams, all of those teams will be filled, you know, yeah. front to back, yeah. all major leaguers. Right. So then it's just talent. Yeah. And and I'm not sure if the USA stacks up as well as some of these other teams. So if 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 the WBC is about major league players just what playing for their home country, yeah. then what's the point of really playing? Because what do you really have to prove if the MLB is the Cream of the crop. Well, that's where you get your paycheck. I think it's just another money maker. I mean, it's, it's part of baseball. It's, they do whatever they can to make money. Freddie Freeman playing for Canada, which yeah. he ain't now because he got hurt. Right. He pulled a hammy. So surprise, surprise. But you know, I, you know, I just I, again I, scheduling. I don't like playing that doing spring training when you're trying to get chemistry with your team. Right. You know, like I. If you if you look at the Braves doing spring training, OG, uh, you know we done lost some games that I'm I would like to think that we want. And spring training don't mean nothing but development for them guys to get ready for the season. But still, when I look at my team play, I want to see I want to see us on the forward. You know what I mean? I think spring training in baseball is more important than a preseason basketball or football it game. It is. It is. Because you need a lot of that cohesion, but how to play and th- there's you need a lot of reps. Th- there's a lot. Yeah, you need that reps a lot more in baseball than you do in, in, in other sports. In, a, in any other sport. You got dicks. You know, this is going to sound a little controversial, but I mean it in the most sincere way. I'm kind of hoping Venezuela wins and they keep winning. That way they'll face Japan because both teams are undefeated. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to see some one team go all the way undefeated. So. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about that. But I mean, the country could use a little, you know. Who Venezuela could use something as small of a country as they are. They nobody don't nobody care about Venezuela. Venezuela uh, does. Don't nobody care about that. I would like to see the underdog win, man. I'm sorry. I'm all about winning. USA win. There we go. Well, here's here's win win win. Here's here's the problem. Can you win without kicking the mic? Here's here's my thing though. Last year, man, it seemed like that was just yesterday. Um, it took the, it took the Braves nearly half the season, almost to the summer after the All Star break, to really start. You know, it was it was a long season. Remember OG? <laughs> so, not having this time, <laughs> having this time to really kind of build some kind of momentum in the preseason, we're, it's setting us up again to start slow and why can't we just come in just focused razor sharp and and just knock off a you know a, a 12 game win streak to start the season you know why do we have yeah. to ease into well, the season every, and and by you saying that everybody in the east has gotten better everybody in the east mm-hmm. the phillies the mm-hmm. mets and if you get off to a slow start this time here you might not They're be not. able to catch up and do you think do you think you can honestly, honestly say that the Braves have kept pace with the other teams in the East. Personally, I don't think we have, you know, because I felt like we should have kept Dansby. 
um, you know, solidifying your your uh, core on the infield, and now you got to start over with Von Grissom trying. He can hit. He batting three twenty one in the spring, but can he feel like Nansby? See, that's gonna be the key. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about him later. But go ahead, OJ. No, no, no. I, I'll save it. I'll save it for later. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just. I don't like baseball that much to watch anything other than the. the Why is MLB. that, Mo? Tell because me, it's tell boring. Me, tell me more. It's boring, and I know it's fundamental and all those things that traditionalists like to watch. That's why going just, to the game would be good for you. I like listening to it on the radio. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna pay attention to a game, I'll listen to it on the radio. What you got, Dex? What if I got you season tickets to Notre Dame playing baseball? Hell yeah. Me and Mo, we'll we'll bust South Bend, Indiana wide open. For some reason, I feel my schedule will be busy during that. <laughs> but Mo, but I'll be looking out for you. I, I take care of your food, take care of your hotel. Come on, you can't beat that. Going yeah. to a high quality school like that to watch some baseball? Only, yeah. only the I'm finest like... cuisine in Indiana can muster. That's right. right. That's right. I'm going to have to do a hard pass on that, bud. <laughs> Boy, that's cold. Notre Dame, really? Notre Dame? Yes. Do you, you ever, have a baseball team? You ever been to South Bend in September? Nice, nice. I love it. I'll t- I'll take your word for it. Nice. I'll take your word for it. So, uh, y'all gonna watch the game tomorrow? You gonna watch any of this? What What are your thoughts? What the WBC? Yeah. Any surprises? I, any standouts? Not really. I mean, I'll be watching at it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be watching at it, and um, um. I would like to see the team. I think uh, Ronald Acuna plays for Villains, uh, yep. Venezuela, right? Yep. So I'd like to see him play for them well, just they, because they play, he's on they the play team. tomorrow at seven. Okay, well I, I'll probably watch that. Um, you know, I can't, I can't say I watch all nine innings, but I'll. That's, and that's, then if they take him out the game, I'm probably done. That's March Madness prime time. I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, hey, teach is on. All right. Huh? What about it? No, thanks. <laughs> Might maybe catch the finals. Maybe. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit of NBA, some news from the Hawks and Michael Jordan. Stick with us. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday, 6 p.m. live, the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The Levette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. 
We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. And there's news from the Hawks. They extend Bogey's contract. Wow. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. At all. I mean, OG, did you see that coming? No. Four I, years, $68 million. I didn't see that coming. I thought for sure Bogey was out of here. Why? I Why? Apparently, Quinn Snyder feels that Bogey can help him in what he's trying to do here. That's the only reason it could be. I, I just, based on his, and again, Quinn's, you know, fresh face. He just right. got here. And, you right. know, I just, based on the track record, Bogey just is not worth that. No, no, he's not. For, and, averaging 14 points, shooting 40% from threes. He's 30 years old. Right. I, I, don't, I didn't see that coming at all. It, it, when, I, when I seen that come across my phone, I said, wow. I bet just like that too. I mean, I did. <laughs> do, you, I did. do you know what we could have done with sixty-eight million dollars? Though, I mean, it's just I don't, I don't. We could have traded John Collins and DeAndre Hunter, and really wouldn't got us a player. Those two cats right there, I ain't got nothing. I love John Collins. Don't get me wrong, but they done got in his head so much. He's a bobbling nut out there. They throw the ball to him inside. He bobbles the ball. He can't, he can't shoot anymore. He's not used to them throwing to him. That, that's true. And then you got DeAndre Hunter. They call him a two-way player because he can play defense. He does not play good defense. Uh, his his uh, The guy beats him off the dribble every time. He I, I think he plays somewhat lazy, too. He, he comes down on offense and stands in whatever corner, no cut, no nothing. I'm so ready for that cat to be out of Atlanta, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and the ugly shot in the NBA. I mean, you can tell he off as soon as he releases it. And also tell him about, about his eyes, T-Bird. You can't, you can't forget. Right. He got them big old eyes. He ought to be able to see everybody, <laughs> every hole in the defense, and he's shooting air balls. I mean, come on, man. I will put them two together, and I... I just got, you know, I've been in John Collins' corner for the last two or three years. But apparently, I think a new new surroundings for him would be good for him. I think they've talked about trading him for so long. I think it's really gotten to him mentally. And uh, I would try to put him – tell you what I'd do. I'd take John Collins and DeAndre Hunter, try to trade them to uh, Boston for um, – What's the kid? Uh, um, what's the what's the one that killed us last week when we played them? Uh, number eight, I think, for them. The kid he came out of Atlanta. Good God Almighty! Come on, Mo. What's the guard for them? For for Boston. Um, man, I can't even think. Not um Tatum. No, Tatum. not Jason Tatum. The other guy, Moore Walker. What's his name? Oh, no, no, not smart. Marcus, I don't think Marcus Smart's too welcome in Atlanta. Nah, you know, he ain't welcome. He saw what he did last week. Yeah. So look up look on Boston's roster. Let me ask you then, T Bird. Do you think keep talking? Do you think that 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 cult with Marcus Smart and Trey Young getting yeah. all tangled yeah. up was that? Uh, mm -hmm. Did Trey get a gimme call on that, or was? I, did Trey no. deserve a T? Uh, do I think Trey deserved a T? I don't think Trey deserved the T there. I think Smart did. But what? What? Let me tell you what gets me about that call, and we'll get back to that player I was talking about. Is 
John Collins was standing right there. The, the dude grabbed Trey and John Collins didn't do nothing. He should have knocked him in a John Collins should have got throughout the game for fighting right there. He took your star player, slammed him to the ground, and nobody did nothing. Nobody and, from and, the team did nothing. And that to me says a lot it about says, the culture of the team. It says a lot. Somebody Gallinari. Gallinari is who you're thinking of. On Boston. No, I ain't talking about him. Gallinari is a Ford. His number eight. Is it Walker? Jalen uh Jalen Brown? Yes. Uh, yes. That's what I'm talking about. Jalen Brown. He's a small forward. Yeah. Jalen Brown is I, I put both of them together and get Jalen Brown. He is a heck of a player and will give us more than both of them combined, I guarantee. But st- talking about that, Mo, you did you did you see that, Mo? He tucked Trey and slammed him down, didn't he? OG. It was pretty and bad. Nobody did nothing. And that was the defining moment for me. I mean, Boston was up late in the game. They were up by like eight points. You know, it was 120, whatever, to 100, because nobody yeah, plays defense. Yeah. But it, it was past the point of, of I mean, the game was kind of out of hand, in, in my opinion. And yeah, Trey got a little manhandled by Marcus Smart. He did. And Marcus Smart is a very good defender. People get, do not give him enough credit. He's very good, but he also is a bit of an instigator. Yeah, we need one of them on our team. We need him. And and yeah, he uh he manhandled Trey and nobody rushed to Trey's defense. And John Collins was standing right beside him. He he was he was he like just watched. You man. know how John wow. he, he always dapping up everybody, you know, tippity patting all over the place. And he was standing right there, he was tapping uh Marcus Smart like, hey man, don't 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 do that. He should have he should have bolo punched him in the back of the head, shouldn't he, OG? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like they just threw your you're $250 million star on the floor. He body slammed. And Trey's pretty that's fragile. That's, Trey's, that's Trey's fragile now. So Trey may have to miss three, four games. I'm surprised he didn't miss three, right, four games after right, that. Right, right. I'm surprised that Trey didn't miss this game because if you'll notice, Trey, well, before Quinn Snyder came, he had a habit of missing big games when the other team had a star point guard. All of a sudden, mm. Trey had a, a hamstring pull or his shoulder was bothering him. You know what I mean? So I think right now Trey likes Quinn. Dang, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I think Trey likes Quinn Snyder because he's trying to play defense. Have you noticed that? He's trying to play defense. Whatever. At the end of the day, to me, signing Bogey um, to a new deal, it's it's it says, hey, Bogey, we believe that you're a part of this team and, and, and our plans moving right. forward. Right, that's exactly what And that's saying. very disheartening and that's very disappointing because yeah. it's the same, you know, you're just reinventing the wheel. You're yeah. not doing anything. I mean, you're in order for Atlanta to go to the next level, they're going to have to be willing to take risks. And taking risk is not signing a 30-year-old to a, a, this kind of contract. It's just, just not. Just going to sit out on the second game of a back-to-back. Right. And right. that bogey does it every time. Right. So, I, you know. I, you know. So, another other, other basketball news. Michael Jordan, um, only black majority owner of an of a NBA team, um, is in talks to sell his stake in, in the Hornets. Um, what do you think? Um, I, I just think that what he's going to do, the, the plan is, and I heard that he's probably going to do it. He's going to sell the majority and keep a minority interest. That way he can keep making money. Mm-hmm. But he may be to a point to where, you know, he done finally figured out in his mind that being a majority owner ain't his bag. Right. Because 
you know, he he hadn't been successful. He paid two hundred and seventy-five million dollars for that majority stake. Two hundred. No, he didn't. He paid one hundred and eighty. Two hundred and seventy-five million in twenty ten. If I'm looking at. Well, somebody uh, misquoted because I seen it earlier today it was wrong. But I okay. saw it on Facebook. Huh? Mm-hmm. No, it was on. I was looking on regular, but but now he got a chance to sell them for one point seven seven billion dollars. Okay, that's enough. I'm out. <laughs> right. But but I think there's it's it's why he's selling it because this is a random time to sell. So obviously he's got plans on what he wants to do with that money and he made a heck of a profit. Oh yeah. So he's going to, you know, do the next thing and go on. He's but... probably going to put it in his NASCAR team. Oh, you know? don't do that. No, no, no. But I'm just put some money in his NASCAR team, I'm telling you. He in there with um um uh, number 11, I can't think, uh Denny Hamlin. So, uh, you know, you never know. He, I hope not. We got this. Well, Mo, wait a minute. Is he getting not. a divorce? No, he's gotten married again to a little sweet young thing. Yeah, but Mo, you, I do look, loves just, but, the, but NASCAR. But Mo, but but, but, but I'd, I'd rather he buy a planet. <laughs> but Mo, look, look. I can't, I can't help that you don't like that, and I can't help that you make faces because you don't like it. I mean, that man is a billionaire. Do what he want to do. I feel like a Subway sandwich shop would be a better investment. Yeah. Um, and, ha- like a- and having Jared be the manager. Mom, more, <laughs> hey, more, more like a Jersey Mike's. How about that? Oh, hey. oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Cute. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. OG, what's your, what's your thought? I don't know. I, he's obviously got plans, and and yeah, he has not had success as an owner. But how much of that is? I mean, you you can put a lot of blame on him as the owner for not hiring the 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 front staff to then hire you know the talent around him. But yeah, he's done his thing. It's not for him. I mean, he's he had so much success as a player. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anything can compare to his playing career he will never ever he could find the cure for cancer he is never going to live down kwame brown yeah that's ever, true ever, that's true ever. that's true but kwame oh gosh what's yeah. he doing now why? uber driver why are you always breaking up old stuff uh, kwame got plenty of money now <laughs> Mich- kwame, he good. mo brings stuff out of the the war chest anytime <laughs> she's mad at you oh remember back when <laughs> but you know i wonder if, i wonder if mike got a uh, maybe a chain of unnamed uh, cigar bars. You know, he's a cigar connoisseur. There's no telling what he, what his investments are, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, they make him a billionaire, so I ain't mad at him. I'm not sure if NASCAR, I, I, I just can't really see I the can't. fit there. He already owns the team. Y'all know he got Team 23, right? Yeah. But Bubba Wallace drives for him. I, I, and I understand that, but I just... I do not see NAS, you know, rednecks making left turns and Michael Jordan being <laughs> being the owner. It just it doesn't. But he is. You just say I, you don't see it. I just don't. It, hey, but th- you got to look at if it. If there's money to be made there, go NASCAR, for it, buddy. Go NAS, for it. NASCAR make a lot of money, and th- that's a good investment. Then he's in with Denny Hamlin, who is a winner in NASCAR, and uh, he's trying to make Bubba a winner, but Bubba can't seem to get it right right now. You know, I think it's a bad investment. Tell us more about your NASCAR knowledge, I mean, really, T-Bird. I, I'm, I'm a little impressed over here. It's, it's I, his secret hobby, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I watch NASCAR. And, uh, Does Danica know, Patrick still drive? No, she's done. No. She's done. And, uh, you know, it's... it's a lift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but it, 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 but you know, there's a Brad Darty owns the team in NASCAR. You remember he played yeah, for yeah. Cleveland? He was the ESPN and, guy. Yeah, and he's been uh, a commentator and everything for years in NASCAR. And he, matter of fact, the last race. How do you commentate? I'm, how do you commentate a NASCAR race? Oh, they're making it's a left. left and yeah, left. Was, and no, left. no, no. They'll, I, they'll say, okay, all right, the twenty three. The 23 is getting out in front of the 11. They don't call them by name. They call them the, the, numbers. the numbers. right? And uh, they'll say, uh, now, with 23 out, he's got to depend on uh, 18 and 25 to, to to draft off of them. He can stay ahead. It if is, not, it's, it's interesting. It is strategic. I'll give yeah, it that because yeah. there's a lot of strategy. I, I learned that from Talladega Nights. I mean, it's it's <laughs> but it's very it's, – you, you be those like those crew chiefs. They they gotta know their math because they gotta figure up how how many how much uh, gallons you got for how many laps and they gotta be on it. It's very cool to see how much in like just real time all the numbers and the speed and the all shifting and all that. It's fascinating to watch. Okay. And you guys got the nerves to be bored by World Tag. Uh, World Tag, World is, Tag is, yeah. is sick. That what is, the hell is that? It's a up and coming sport. Oh, you talking about when they run around chasing each other? Yeah, yeah. yeah. like like hey, watching that. Crap. We should get we should get a GoFundMe to buy a team, man. I ain't watching that crap. Yeah, I'm not. We yeah. could be owners. We owners. owners. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Never be able to live that, that one down. That's Dexter right there. That's that that Dexter be coming from I mean, the best. I mean, all the way left. All right, folks. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back to close things out. Stick with us. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with Terrett and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. Why would you hold on to a still old autopilot? Yeah, we are back here on the Catholic Test Sports Report, learning far more than I ever cared to know about NASCAR from T Bird. <laughs> he's 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 talented that way. All right, folks, want to make sure we uh, circle back around a couple of things that we didn't um, get to touch on with NBA free NFL agency. Aaron Rodgers may be a Jet. Um, 
kind of saying, hey, y'all figure it out. You know, <laughs> what kind of kahunas do you have to have to say, hey, I want to trade this where I want to go. Y'all make it happen. And boom. And and give his wish list to players that he complained. Hey, they didn't give me the weapons to win right. in, in Green Bay. Oh, but I want half these weapons where I go. And he's expensive. And I've seen Packer fans talk about, oh, we can get two first rounders or first round. No, we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers in 2009. Yeah. He had zero games for three, 300-yard passing games, and he threw 26 TDs and 12. I, wow. He's 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 average at best. He, no, no, I can't agree right? with that. Maybe oh. He's a little bit better than average, but he's declining. He's okay, declining. I, he's declining, but Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. He's he's a, he's a Hall of Famer, you know. He's only won one Super Bowl, and uh, you but know, with nothing. With, yeah, most and, selfish and player he, in the league. He's okay, but on the flip side, uh, finally, the Green Bay Packers have said enough is enough, because they want they want him to move on now, yeah. and so but they're trying to get what they're gonna trade him for. They're trying to get everything they can. He said when he uh, at. Uh, at one season, I'm not gonna hold him hostage. You know Shit, that's all he's been doing. He's been in the news every day, holding him hostage for two years straight, yeah. at least. That's four days in the dark, and yeah, it's, it's oh really just. God. But on the contrary, when he does go to the Jets, the Jets are gonna be a power in the AFC because they have got a good team. They do. They, they were, got a great defense, uh, and then when you add the caliber of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they're going to be right there. So you've got – Jets had a couple stud, very young wide receivers. You add Alan Lazard and maybe, you know, Randall Cobb, a veteran to yeah. that. They've got a they, rookie offensive player of the year, rookie defensive yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got they, a they great core. They team. are missing a, a one or two skilled players. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers is skilled, but is he worth – Yes. Because that's – they're putting all their money – well, here's in, in the him. thing. That, I, the reason why they're doing it is because they New York. You in New York, and they want to the, win yesterday. And, and Aaron Rodgers has enough left to yes. make an impact and to take this team some places. Yes. Yeah, because remember, he can still win an MVP. Nothing about team awards and or playoffs. Well, he'll, I, he'll, he, if, if he gets what he wants, he gonna and, get it. He's, and he's able to – because, again, the culture is already there. Right. All he has to do is step in and do his job. And I think that's all – me personally, I like him. I think that's all he's ever wanted to do, just be a good quarterback and, and be a good leader for his team. Um, I think that's rough folks the wrong way because I bet he's probably intense and probably is a little selfish. But when you know your skill he's set, selfish, you can man. do it. When you get to have to know your skill set, you can do that. When, when Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers were the best duo – in, in football for a couple of years, Devontae chose to decline Green Bay, took less money to go to, to Oakland or uh, um, Las Vegas to be a Raider and didn't mention a lick about Aaron Rodgers. Because he was to, tired of that Aaron Rodgers crap. Because he's tired. He doesn't want to play with him. Well, he's just tired of But this is what Aaron Rodgers cannot do once he gets to New, New York. He can't do that bitching and crying up there. They, that they New don't give a damn. Eat him a lot. I think they'll be good for each other. They may the be. Grid, the but criticism they, and they, the expectations, I think that's a recipe for a good year for Aaron Rodgers. And look, let's look at the 20-year history of the Jets. The last 20, they haven't been great. No. So They've been worse than us. <laughs> so they, there, there's, not a, there's not a huge, um, you know, not a huge expectations, but we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of not wanting to play with them, um, Zeke Elliott got uh, cut from – the yep. uh, Cowboys. I like him, but his numbers, his his production last year, I, 
does he have anything left for can it do you think anybody will scoop him up can he can he add anything to a team somebody will scoop him up he'll scoop it up but he's expensive and yeah. and he's not a he's a complimentary back right these days. now mm-hmm. and he's gotten he got number one running back money but he's not a r- number one running yeah. back anymore he he's short tough yards fine sure but he, yeah. may, he may get you that but as far as breaking off any big runs or big plays those days are behind him and it yeah. started falling off uh about a year and a half ago yeah really yeah. And is it weird just that the lifespan of a running back now is just it's getting about four years it's getting lower and lower yeah every year that's why they don't make big money no more and and but i'm surprised that they're yeah it's it's short but there are a few of them that have stood the test of time you know derrick henry is an every back right but zeke has been a complimentary back a lot of his career but mm-hmm. he's worn down quicker than some of these you know 300 touch a year guys well uh, you know, they talking about trading Derrick Henry too. So because or, that that shoot. just t- or McCaffrey. McCaffrey's a three hundred touch guy, but he's got production. Yeah, because he can catch the ball, he can do so many other things. But Derrick Henry, that boy done took some hits. Uh-huh. And he yeah. done delivered some and, too. And but he's he the biggest some. running back out there. Yeah. And he But they talking about maybe he could be on the move too, because the league knows, all the teams know that I'm only gonna get probably four and a half maybe five great years out of a running back and then except the the only exception in history is frank gore the ageless oh one. yeah because oh, he's yeah. probably oh, right he's he's 40 years old he's probably still playing somewhere right so yeah them running backs you remember they used to be the first players chosen in the mm-hmm. oh man mm-hmm. no more it, no. it's it's a it's a tough game it out is. there it is all right speaking of tough game or it, will it be a tough game for grissom to take over for dansby swanson uh i think so i think uh we all know that he can hit he's batting 321 having a great spring at the plate the key will be can he feel you know like dansby did dansby was an excellent fielder so when we get in these big games can he make that same play that dansby made and and to me yes exactly right Dansby, we we were pleasantly surprised with Dansby's bat last You're, year. Right, Dansby's known for his glove. We need Grissom to have that same glove. But really, the thing that he needs to kind of fill in is the leadership piece, because Dansby was far and away the leader last year. Yeah, Dansby was the leader. But um, again, I talked. I told you I listened to uh, Snit talk today, and they asked him that question. And he said, well, basically on this team with the group that we got, because the culture here is about leadership that they don't need, they don't necessarily need one guy to be, the. they got a number of guys that can fill that role. That's, that's a politically, that's an HR answer because it's been a revolving door. (laughs) Well, so, so frequently, so it's gotta be that way. Don't you think? But next is Austin Riley is going to be, cause he's, he's been there. You know a couple of years he's yeah. the, the de facto but man i just i hope that there's enough veteran leadership there and not like a like matt olson did did okay i think he wasn't the leader that that the he other two guy, homers today that the the <laughs> former first baseman for the race was but yeah. but we had dansby pick up that's like we need I, the I next agree. person to pick up that slack yeah we do and uh, they got to catch a sean murphy from oakland this boy is the real deal now. Uh, him and Darno gonna be 
you know, switching in and out. But Sean Murphy is the real deal and can throw out runners. And with the new rules, you're gonna have a lot more base stealing. He done through already threw a few out in in spring this year, so he's got a good bat too. So I I agree with you know picking him up. I hated to see uh, Contreras leave, uh, but you know you had to you had to make that deal right there. You, they call Sean Murphy the best catcher in baseball, yeah. so you about had to make that deal. Let's look at outfield. You got um, our boy. Uh, uh, no, the other one. You know, the one that got into trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ozuna. Ozuna, yep. Okay. Now, Ozuna lately has been racking. You know, he's been hitting the ball. He's been doing all that clutching and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you picked up uh, a couple of uh, uh, outfield pieces for reserves. So, you know, it, it, when you look at that, when, when we look at our lineup, we're going to be solid, but are we going to be great? That's the question. Great. Uh, I think that great move there because we got, well, we, we traded my favorite player, um, got rid of him. And so we automatically, uh, sorry, he, he left. He, he signed with Boston. Adam Duvall. Adam folks. Duvall. But this cat. We, uh, we upgrade because automatically far less strikeouts on the team. And um, going to be less home runs too from left field. Yeah. I'll take singles, doubles, triples all day. Well, Eddie, you better hope Eddie Rosario can get you some. But anyway, so we got we got Rosario and, and Acuna. I think we got a solid outfield. I just hope that some of these new pieces in the in the core of the infield really met with Murphy and and Grissom and. Well, you know, center and right are you got Michael Harris and Acuna in center and right. Don't forget about number two, but yeah, the second because this boy, I I I, I call it. He is uh, the, to me the best thing, uh, closest thing to Tony Gwynn that I've seen. Tony Gwynn was everything. And Michael Harris reminds me of him so much. So you got to get your production out of left field because center and right going to be fine. So, you know, we just – the pitching, you know, we I guarantee you we're probably going to let Max Free go to sign him. Yeah. And uh, they sent Ian Anderson back down. He can't get it right in the head. But uh, – so pitching is going to be – something that we're gonna have to look at well we say that every year we say that it's the same narrative every year you know wait and see Damn, Mo, you just well, I, well awful. because here's the thing you know grissom he's got some big shoes to fill and he's not really proven if he's got the longevity to make it through a whole season um and carry carry that load carry that mantle there's a lot that's going to be asked of him i think he has somebody work with him um yeah, but, Ron but, Washington yeah. Worked with him all off so but even still I don't know. Just you got to we'll play see. the game. You yeah, do. You, 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 you got to play the game. You do. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Yeah, you didn't tell them where they could find us. Oh wow! Did you tell them when I was gone? Yeah, I did. Both both times. I carried my load. Facebook. He did. Catch us on Twitter at the Couch Spot. Yes. And come back and join us next week, live six o'clock, Mission Road Studios in Cartersville, Georgia. Captain Works Report. <laughs> and the best way to support the show is to share it with a friend. Uh, so definitely shout out to all the chatters tonight. Uh, we got some good questions. Shout out to Mamoji and Tim Jones and everybody else that came back. So we'll see you next time. Mo's back. <laughs> all right.